Hi friends, this is Megan and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hey friends, and welcome back to the She Lives Purposely podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposely, and I am so excited that you're here, whether it is your first time or you have binge listened to every single podcast episode we have. I am just super thankful for you, and as you may know, it has been a minute since I last hopped on and since we've last been able to chat um, through this podcast. I just, I was sick, and um, it took me a little bit to kind of get over that. So it's been maybe two or three weeks, I think, maybe more since our last podcast episode. And seriously, I have missed it. I have missed um, chatting with you guys and and hearing what you think about the episodes and just your opinions on what we're talking about. Um, So yeah, I've really missed this time (laughs) and being able to being able to just pour out my heart and, and have conversations with women. And we have, I'm really telling you, an incredible lineup of podcasts this month. I'm super stoked. We have great guests on. We have um, just great topics. It's going to be super exciting. And today's topic um, is something that I have been very, very, very eager to talk about and record this podcast on. Um, and it is something, it's, it's about kind of anxiety, fear, but really just realizing um, that we can give the Lord control and releasing control. So I guess summed up, it's about control. (laughs) Um, And I have just realized that um, trusting the Lord and releasing control to Jesus is something that I struggle with. Um, So I guess listen to these questions that I have for you. Tell me if you can relate. And if you can, this podcast is for you. If you can't relate, this podcast is still for you because one time or another, we are all going to struggle with releasing control to the Lord and trusting him with our situation. So if you're with me, say an amen wherever you're listening from. But have you ever felt anxious when things are out of control or that you didn't know what was going to happen next? Have you ever felt like maybe your entire world just fell apart or that it seems like there's no answers on how to move forward? Those are the kind of questions that have recently just sort of plagued me and like, what am I doing? How can I control this? How do I handle this? You know, um, what would the Lord have me do? And not in an obedient sense, but more of the entire weight of the future is on my shoulders and that is a very heavy burden to bear so i wanted to talk about this and conveniently we just came out with a new study our psalm 23 study it is now in our shop at shelivespurposefully.com and it honestly might be one of my favorite studies Uh, we have a ton of studies on there our esther study ruth study are both free studies our first second and third john study is on there and the first second and third john study and the psalm 23 study are both five dollars so you can go grab those on the site whether it is a christmas gift or just um for yourself to dive into i remember writing it a couple of weeks ago and really feeling like the Lord was just speaking to me through it so much and just kind of pouring out as I was writing the words in the study. So I'm so excited for you to read it and just be encouraged by it. And I have gotten such incredible feedback from past studies from you guys and how uh, just hearing how much you've been encouraged. So I'm super excited for this one too. But anyway, so what we're talking about today is kind of sourced in Psalm 23 and I'm even going to be taking some things out of the study from it um, because Psalm 23 is the chapter of the Bible that has helped me conquer this um, idea of needing to be in control 
and this idea of um, just releasing control and trusting the Lord. I kind of um, had this idea or this realization, and let's let me know if you agree and see if you agree with this, but um, this idea that we can actually really believe that we can trust and accept the idea that we can release control um, and that it's okay to and even better to release that control if and only if and only when we really know the one we are trusting and giving control to. Think about that practically in your own life. You know, let's say that you have kids and you're looking for a babysitter. You're only going to release control to somebody you trust, somebody that you um, really believe, you know, can handle the situation and um, treat your kids well and you can entrust your kids to this person. And the same goes, I really think, spiritually with our lives. We I think sometimes they're so hesitant to release control because we're worried about what that means. And I think in Psalm 23, the Lord really shows us that we can trust him and that he is the best shepherd, the best one to follow and the best one um, to choose to lead us, the best one to release all control to. Um, So let's dive into this idea of who the Lord is and why he is the best shepherd. Um, In the Psalm 23 study, we talk about Yes, that the Lord is our shepherd. That's the very first verse in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Um, And so, first of all, we realize that the psalmist is really claiming that he needs a shepherd. He is claiming a shepherd, so he's telling us that he needs one, and I think that's true for each and every one of us. That means that he is a sheep. Um, So really bringing down into, breaking down into what is the role of the sheep and what is the role of a shepherd. So I looked it up on Google and looked up the definition of a shepherd and the role of a shepherd. And this is what Google said about sheep and shepherds, just, you know, in a very practical sense. It says, put a sheep in the wild and you've just given nature a snack. Without a shepherd, sheep are in trouble. In fact, sheep are hopeless without a shepherd. And I read that and I was like, oh my gosh, because I just feel like this is so applicable to us with the Lord, you know, without the Lord, we are a snack to the world. Without the Lord, we are hopeless. So what does a shepherd even do? You know, like clearly I need one. If I'm a sheep, (laughs) I need a shepherd because without a shepherd of some sort, I'm I'm lost in this world. Um, And so what does a shepherd do? A shepherd is someone who hurts A shepherd is someone who tends, who protects, who guards, who guides, and who watches over his sheep. A shepherd's job is to be responsible for the safety and the welfare of the flock. The shepherd protects his flock, and the shepherd would give his life for his flock. The shepherd takes it upon him or herself to be the sheep's source of life, protection, and guidance. And something that I really loved thinking about this shepherd-sheep relationship, the shepherd has no expectation for the sheep to be able to take on the role of the shepherd. The shepherd's only expectation for the sheep is that it would follow the shepherd. And I thought that was beautiful because it really just puts into perspective just practically in our own lives and with the Lord, that the Lord is not expecting us to guide ourselves. He's not expecting us to protect ourselves. He's not expecting us to guard ourselves, to hurt ourselves, to tend to ourselves, to watch over ourselves, to be responsible for our own safety um, and welfare. None of those things, the Lord doesn't expect that of his sheep. He expects us to follow him for that. He's expecting us not to figure out everything in our life, not to figure out the perfect plan for the next few steps or the 10-year plan or even what's right in front of us flawlessly. The Lord is expecting us to come to him for those things, to seek his face, to trust him, to depend on him, not to perfectly navigate it on our own. And when I kind of came to this realization, you know, that the Lord 
doesn't expect the sheep to take on the role of the shepherd for themselves. It kind of was really honestly very freeing because it hit me that the Lord isn't expecting me in my own life to figure out the perfect plan or the perfect next steps. He is expecting me to follow him. He's expecting me to seek him for that guidance, for that wisdom, for that protection, for all of those things, for for just safety and, and being cared for. But he's not expecting me to do it alone, and he's not expecting me to do it without him, most importantly. Um, so from that, we really recognize that the Lord is expecting us to come to him, which is so freeing because we realize that he wants us to release all of that to him. He wants us to release control. He wants us to trust him. But going back to what I was talking about earlier, you know, with the babysitter scenario, how do we know that we can trust the Lord? How do we know that um, he is trustworthy enough to handle our situation? And it may seem like a silly phrase or, or a very, um, I guess, self-centered phrase or mindset, you know, to think that I would be more capable than the Lord. And quite frankly, it is. It's really kind of this um, very prideful mindset that to think that I would be in better control of my life than God would be um, if he was leaving, if he was leading me. But I do think still, even though it is a prideful thought, I think it is a thought that sometimes we honestly do have, you know, and I think that is why often we, we want control. And that is why oftentimes we are nervous to trust the Lord with everything, you know, and I heard a quote once that we trust the Lord with our eternal destination, you know, we ask him to be our savior and we trust him with where we're going after we die, but somehow and for some reason it seems a lot harder for us to trust him here and now and in the day-to-day and in the life that we are currently living. So what does the Lord say about himself that proves to us that he is trustworthy. We know all throughout scriptures, and um, I think oftentimes, even when we reflect in our own lives of different stories and things that have passed and how the Lord has guided us through things, that he, one, is very present, that he is an amazing guide, that he is always right on time, that he is loving and he cares so much about you. He cares about your situation. We see it in the story of the death of Lazarus, where Jesus comes right after Lazarus dies. And we see Martha and Mary, you know, thinking to themselves, if you were here, you could have like healed him. You know, you could have healed Lazarus. But Jesus came right on time because he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. Um, And he knew that, you know, we see that, that he comes right on time always, but we also see him weep. And, and I think that speaks, too, to the fact that he cares so dearly for the situations that we are in. He cares about our heart. He cares about um, our minds and just all of those things. So we know that he's loving. We know that he cares. We know that he's always right on time. He has proven himself to be a good shepherd in those ways, a provider and a guard and somebody who watches over us. There's verses over and over and over again in scripture that promise those things to us. And does that mean that our life is going to be flawless and um, super perfect without any, you know, hiccups along the way? Definitely not. Um, And if anybody tells you something like that, run away because they are not telling you the truth. And even Jesus himself says it in the gospels, you know that we are going to experience suffering. Um, And we see it throughout scripture too, that just because we follow the Lord and just because we choose him as our shepherd doesn't mean that life doesn't throw its curveballs and doesn't mean that we don't live in an imperfect world, but it does mean that we have the shepherd with us the entire time. And I think that is something that is very um, significant to think about is just, I mean, honestly speaking, from my own personal experience, there have been situations where I have really questioned the Lord and 
even his goodness and just been confused by why he would allow certain things to happen in my life. Um, But I have been able to see the Lord's hand even in those hard situations. Um, And that is where he has proven himself oftentimes more than even in the good times. You know, I have seen his faithfulness more in the hard times than in the good times because I have been healed by him. I have been comforted by him. I have been led by him. Um, And sometimes even so naturally that I didn't realize it till later, but the Lord's hand is in those things. And so even in those hard things, and we see that later on in chapter 23 too, where um, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. So the psalmist here isn't saying like, the Lord is my shepherd and I'm on this perfect journey. He said, you know, he brings up the fact that there is a valley of the shadow of death. And it seems like there are things to fear, but because we have the shepherd, because we have him with us, because he's leading us, when we cling to him in highs and lows, in perfect seasons and in scary seasons, in awfully tragic, hard, sad seasons, and in ones that bring us nothing but joy, when we're following him, that's, that's the place where we want to be because he is a good shepherd. And again, I think when we look back in our own lives, I know I can do it in mine. He has proven himself trustworthy of me to give up control to him. He has proven himself time and time and time again. Again, even in hard seasons, even in seasons where at first I questioned his goodness, he's proven himself to be trustworthy of my life. Um, And and again, it sounds funny to think that he would, we would expect him to have to prove himself and he doesn't have to prove himself, but he does. He shows us how loving he is because he wants us to come to him. He wants us to choose him as our shepherd and when we do friends that is when we can release control that's when we can trust and how much easier is life going to be when we are taking on the role of a sheep instead of trying to be a shepherd when we're actually a sheep like if we are trying to play the role of god in our own lives that makes life so much more stressful and hard and anxious and difficult and and scary even because we're trying to pretend that we have control when we don't so I just think when we realize that we have a shepherd and the best possible shepherd and we realize that we are free to take on the role of being a sheep and just follow him, that takes away so much of life's weight, you know, the weight of the world and the burdens that we carry on our shoulders because we can cast them on him. And so, friend, that is my encouragement to you today is to cast your burdens on the Lord because he cares for you. He is the best shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd and you shall not want. He makes you lie down in green pastures. He leads you beside still waters. He restores your soul. He is so, so, so good. And I want to encourage you today, even if it takes some time, you know, go and sit with him and be with him and kind of really dwell on the fact that you can trust him as your shepherd. Actively allow him to lead you today. Pray diligently that he would guide you and and release control knowing that because you've asked him to guide you, he's going to guide you. He's not expecting you to be your own shepherd. I love you guys tons, and I hope this was an encouragement to you today. Um, Just dwelling on this passage has been such an encouragement to me. This entire chapter is just so good, and I love it so much. It has been so hopeful to me to go through. Again, you can find this study in our shop, the Psalm 23 study at shelivespurposefully.com. The study is just $5. We are going to have the link in our show notes. And be sure, if you haven't yet, to subscribe and leave a review. I can't tell you how much I... um, 
really just cherish those reviews. They're so encouraging. And two, they're so helpful to people who are passing by and wondering if this podcast is worth a listen. And if you think it is, I encourage you to leave a review and let them know. Um, I love you guys tons. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Let me know if you have any questions or prayer requests. I'm always available. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on my email. So it's at she lives purposely um, on Instagram or Megan at she lives purposely.com via email. Again, love you guys tons and I hope you have a fantastic day.